On with you now, Andrew Tomlinson of SportsKita.com. Andrew, how you doing this today, man? I'm doing well. How are you, Cody? I'm doing good, man. It's uh, it's definitely been a wild couple weeks in the NFL, and so uh, I know it's been wild in my life, and I'm sure it's been pretty busy. You staying busy as well uh, in your life? Yeah, absolutely. Um, as you mentioned, Sports Kita, I'm yeah. just now starting there, and I'm excited to see where that goes, and I just wrapped up. Uh, my sophomore year in college, so oh, that's exciting. That's exciting. Yeah, so finals go well and all that. Yeah, yeah, they went well um, for the most part. <laughs> so I'm just excited to uh, see where this new opportunity takes me at Sportskita yeah. and to uh, get the summer going. Definitely, and Andrew, I, I know it's been a couple weeks since the draft. I guess it's been a little over a week now. Uh, but the Colts, they, they brought in a pretty good haul. Uh, they traded out of the first round Thursday night to get a, acquire a second-round pick uh, for next year's draft, including the second-round pick uh, this year. And uh, from their second-round pick, um, we'll start with their first second-round pick, number 34 overall. That was the pick that was acquired last year in the Quentin Nelson-Sam uh, Darnold trade. And uh, the Colts selected cornerback from Temple, Rocky Asin. Andrew, what do you make of this pick? Uh, I love the pick. Um, I know when we spoke in our last podcast, that was one of the positions that I, I said to look out for uh, in terms of potentially being drafted. Uh, with Rocky Sin, he's a very physical man-to-man corner that is not afraid to get up close and personal with opposing receivers, uh, quite literally. Uh, and he is going to bring great depth uh, and physicality to uh, a Colts cornerback room, uh, cornerback unit, that um, I guess some would say could use that kind of physicality. Yeah, definitely. I know that last year, obviously, the Colts used a lot of zone coverage, and it kind of bit them in the butt, kind of came back to, to haunt them in that Kansas City game. And so what can the Colts do now with Yasin, since you said he's such a good man-to-man guy? What can that do for Iberflus and this defense going forward? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I think we'll see a lot of uh, man-to-man schemes uh, being placed in. I think uh, there's plenty of zone that – you know, we'll see throughout this upcoming season. I'm sure, as that was, you know, as you mentioned, that was sort of what we primarily used last season. But uh, like I was saying, with man-to-man, I think we'll see that implemented a lot more with you saying and uh, Pierre Desir too. He's he's more of a physical corner, six-two. Uh, I would not be surprised in the least bit to see him being implemented in a man-to-man scheme uh, along with you said. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, just, just thinking of that that corner group, and we'll get into another player the Colts drafted who will play corner as well. Um, but, man, that corner group, like, I was just – I'm kind of obsessed with that group in particular because it's like, realistically, the Colts have, man, like eight players who I think are good players, seven or eight players who I think are good players, and I, I don't want to cut any of them. And so it's going to be very, very hard, which is a good problem to have, I guess, but – um, you know, it's a little hard to, to cut ties with some of those guys who you think have a lot of potential. Yeah, it's certainly it's certainly not a bad problem to have. Uh, I think that was one of the things that sort of bit us in the butt last season was lack of depth. And I think that's one thing that Chris Ballard really um, centered his focus on was depth. Uh, and so with the draft, uh, with the drafting of Rocky Sin, um, I think that just adds to a cornerback room, you know, with Kenny Moore, with Pierre Desir, with, uh, you said, Marvin Tell, um, who I think is real versatile and can play both safety and corner. Uh, it just, it's a, it's a great selection uh, with Marvin Tell, and I think he's going to, much similar to Rocky Sin, bring great depth and physicality uh, to an already stacked 
cornerback uh, room. Yeah, definitely. What do you make of Tell? I mean, I don't know a whole lot about this guy. I know, obviously, he went to USC. Uh, he, he's very versatile. He played safety. And I think from what I've heard, you know, he didn't have a great senior season, which is could be a big reason why he fell to the fifth round. Um, but he had a pretty good junior season. So do you think this pick is more so on – maybe his performance his junior year, or overall just potential as a player going forward? I think it has to do with more so his, his performance during his junior year. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Chris Ballard is a big believer, and I guess you could you could call it second chances. Um, I suppose that that doesn't really maybe fit this particular um, point. But with Marvin Tell, as you've mentioned, he's very versatile. Um, and, and like I said earlier, with depth, I think that was another big reason for taking Tell uh, it's just because, you know, like I said earlier last season, that came back to, uh, to haunt us. Um, so. But another player I really look at, too, is Kari Willis. Yeah. He took him the fourth round. Yeah, we traded up 20 spots to get him, and that really intrigued me because uh, Chris Ballard, you know, he, he likes them picks. <laughs> so seeing him trade 20 spots up was kind, of, was kind of shocking. So it makes me wonder if he saw something in Kari Willis that maybe other GMs around the league and other personnel uh, did not see. Yeah, definitely. I know that Willis is obviously he was a captain at Michigan State. Um, he's a you know solid player overall. I think he doesn't have a whole lot of you know glaring glaring weaknesses. Uh, but more, more so, I think this was about you know first off character, um, which is something that Ballard places such a high value on, even though he takes you know risks on some guys. Um, but I think this draft in particular, um, we'll just talk about. Kari Willis for a little bit. Like, this guy is, he's a good dude. He really is. You know, he's a good football player, but he's a good guy in general overall. Um, it definitely appears that way. And so, yeah, he definitely, I think, at least from, from what I've seen and what I've heard of him, he'll definitely be that box type safety guy, um, similar to Clayton Gathers, maybe Clayton Gathers insurance a little bit. But then you look at that safety gr- safety room, man, like that safety room. Now you think you got Malik Hooker, you got Clayton Gathers, who you just re-signed. You got George Odom, who I think played really, really well last year. I mean, all things considered as a rookie kind of jumping in there. I thought he had his, his moments and I know the Colts are pretty high on him. And then you got a guy like Matthias Farley, and then they signed Derek Kendrick from the Browns, who is a solid player, and I think he's young and can still develop into a better player. And then you add Kari Willis into into the thing, into the scheme, and even you know Marvell Tell, who, who knows he could he could play some safety as well. Um, so really, I think what what are your impressions, Andrew? I guess of this defensive back group in general. We'll, we'll look at the safeties because we already talked about the corners a little bit. What's your overall impression of how Ballard really helped improve this depth in the safety position? Yeah, I mean, I just look at last year when, when uh, Matthias Farley and Clayton Gathers missed a significant amount of time due to injury. Um, and I guess I'll go back to what I said earlier with the not having a, enough depth. Uh, and it came back to bite us in the butt um, in a lot of different instances. And I think that was one of the primary reasons uh, for the slow start, the 1-5 start. Um, you know, there were other reasons, of course, but I think lack of depth was, was a, a huge um, influence on that uh, portion of our season. But, I mean, I agree with you, Cody. This this safety room is, is something special, and it's something unique. And, and I'm going to go back to a point that you had mentioned earlier with when it comes to cutting our roster down to only 53 players, it's going to be difficult. Mm. I mean, because all of those players are phenomenal players. Kindred, as you said, um, who we picked up from the Browns off of waiver, he's a very young and upcoming safety. And I'm sure 
Um, you know, there was a reason that Chris Ballard went after him. And then, you know, like we said, uh, you know, R.L. Tell and Kari, uh, Kari Willis, excuse me, they're both, you know, uh, they both have unique skill sets to them. And it's going to, it's going to be very, very interesting come training camp um, and when, when roster cuts come around to see who exactly stays and, um, you know, who doesn't. Right, and I thought it was interesting. You know, the Colts told Mike Mitchell, who they signed last year, who was kind of a revelation coming in at that strong safety position, but they, you know, they didn't bring him back. So you think Kari Willis will kind of slide into that role a little bit, Mike Mitchell type role, if he doesn't, you know, if he doesn't somehow, you know, take that position from Gathers, which you never know. Uh, you don't, you never really know. But um, yeah, like, like you're saying, at the end of the day, it came back to bite them in the butt with the lack of depth that they had. I mean, with Malik Hooker injured during that Kansas City game and starting J.J. Wilcox. I mean, in reality, you don't want to start a guy like J.J. Wilcox in a divisional game. And so I think this was definitely a good pick by Ballard. I mean, these, these couple picks here, I mean, I think they're good for depth purposes and you know, signing Kindred, getting Matthias Farley back, who the Colts didn't have for the majority of the year, but... I think had a nice 2017 campaign. Uh, I think the Colts, man, they, they got a lot of depth first and foremost, and they got a lot of talent on that on, in that secondary. And so it'll be interesting to see, like you said, when that 53-man roster has to come together, who's staying and who's going. Because I always go back to what Ballard said when he was talking about, you know that you have good depth and you know that your team is in a good place when you're cutting players that are good players and they're being instantly signed by other teams. And I think this is the first year maybe that we'll see that from the Colts where they have to Cut ties with some players, unfortunately. It's kind of the name of the, the business, the name of the game here. Um, but you'll see them sign with other players and, or other teams, I should say, and, and do good. And I think that's a sign, truly, that the Colts have a very well-rounded roster overall. Yeah, and it says, you know, it also shows that we're, we're trending in the right direction. Right. As Ballard said, and he's, you know, um, people, other GMs, other professionals, um, other personnel staff, on different teams and different organizations may follow suit. 